Coming right up, a special edition of Straight Talk, the farewell interview with departing Long Beach Mayor Bob Foster as we near the end of our 22nd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. Our guest for the entire show is the departing mayor of Long Beach, Bob Foster, for his farewell interview. Bob, welcome to the show, and we're sad to see you go. Well, thanks, Art. Uh, it's been an enjoyable time. Um, happy I served. I would do it all over again, but I'm also looking forward to having, having some time for myself. Wonderful. Well, uh, a lot of folks think you did a pretty good job and the city's in better shape than when you came in. I know that that was a basic test for you and the test of a 10-year-old, whether the city is good for him or her. Yeah, I think by almost any measure, the city is in much better shape than it was eight years ago. And I viewed that as my job to advance it. And one of the things I always kept in mind as I was dealing with issues was uh, a 10-year-old child. Uh, would my actions or the policies the city is initiating, would it advance the opportunities for that child or would it actually cause that child to be you know, encumbered with debt or other burdens that really they would receive no benefit from. So I, I think those two things were foremost in my mind during the uh, nearly eight years in the mayor's office. And while people may disagree with a particular decision that you made, uh, I for one never doubted that it was your judgment that that was best for the city, even though I might see it differently or others may see it differently. And, and I think that goes a long way for a lot of folks that, uh, that things are not being decided for political reasons. Uh, I, you know, I, I didn't look at this as a, a position to go some, to some other office uh, or even run a third term. I had contemplated that but decided I, I think eight years was enough. And uh, I tried to do everything with a view of uh, trying to govern well and to try to do it without reference to the politics involved. What would you say were a couple of the major accomplishments during your tenure? Uh, well, if, at the top of the list overall would be maintaining the fiscal discipline and stability of the city. Going through what was a very difficult financial downturn, we, you know, the budget today, the general fund budget actually is, in nominal terms, not even in real terms, in nominal terms, is actually at or below where it was when I took office. And well, you say the budget? It was about $400 million when I took office, and it's a little below $400 million Oh, in today. absolute dollars. In just dollars, not yeah. counting inflation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but things like pension reform, which are clearly high on the list, which will save $250 million to the city over 10 years. The environmental cleanup at the port, uh, very high on the list. Its pollution has been reduced, uh, depending on what pollutant you pick, uh, 80 or 90 percent uh, over the last five, six years. Uh, dramatic improvement in air quality. Uh, on water quality, I think we've done made dramatic strides. Uh, we used to be get failed grades from Heal the Bay, and now we get A's and B pluses for our water quality. And uh, the technical training that the program, the ACE Academy at Jordan High School, where we're teaching young people 
the well, that was one of your trade. pet projects. Yeah, from, from well, the I come out of the trades, and yeah. I, it was very important for me to. I, Just I for think, the record, the mayor used to lay carpet when correct. he was in college, and uh, even he's after a union <laughs> member, and realized the importance of a trade, and has stated publicly on this show and elsewhere that if he ever lost, he could always go back and lay carpet. That, that I, it was always something to fall back on. So kids are learning yeah. the construction business, and that uh, those are those are. And all what about things. major disappointments? Uh, I wish we had passed Measure I, uh, which would have improved the infrastructure in the city. The bond issue. Yeah, the bond issue, $10, $10 a month on your property tax. Uh, it, you know, it needed two-thirds. We got, I think, about 55 or 56%. Very hard to get two-thirds, particularly since the absentee ballots landed on your doorstep uh, the day Lehman Brothers <laughs> declared bankruptcy. It wasn't the greatest timing in the world. But I, I think that would have vastly improved even more than we were able to do the infrastructure of the city. That, that's, uh, that's really the only disappointment. Any failures? Uh, I don't really think so. I, I really look back and I fulfilled every promise I made when I ran for mayor. With, with one exception. One, which is, here we police go Police Manning. With, with the 100 additional police officers. And you officers. got up to 50 more. Got halfway and couldn't make it all. And, and the truth is... Now, you and I disagree on this, but we have the lowest crime rate in 41 years. We found we, ways. It's not just personnel. We, it's technology, but you would agree that we could use more police. And we are. We're doing two academies. We're, we're, we're going to That does the not ranks. increase the number of police. That just... Oh, no, no. Uh, well, no that just no, you takes will. care of the attrition. Uh, look, I'm in the mayor. You're not. So well, okay, but I, my opinion, my opinion, my opinion counts. Add, no, it, uh, only to you. We, even we, the, even the chief gonna, would say it takes care of the attrition. That. The first academy takes care of attrition, but we're going to run another academy. But there's so. attrition every year. People know, leave every year. Our goal is to add officers to the force. Yeah, but but it's not going to be 100 officers. Your successor, Mayor-elect Robert Garcia, would say maybe five more a year would be his goal. And I think that would be great yeah. if we could do that. I have to ask the question, would you not agree with the principle that more cops means more, more boots on the ground means more safety? Not necessarily. Yes or no, sir? I would say not necessarily. I don't think, I think that's a false, that's a false dichotomy. Yeah. Well, let's, cut, let's cut police to 200. Well, then. no, no, no. But there, no, there's a basic Manning you need. So, but let me let me ask this way: Would you have thought that you would have 800 and was 840 or 50 police officers instead of 960, and crime would be at a 41-year low? You would have said that couldn't be because you have to have officers for that. The truth is, not it necessarily. Did there you go. That's my point. Okay. Um, well, public safety. Uh, still is of concern to the community and uh, technology has in fact uh, with cameras they just put cameras into Belmont Shore cameras elsewhere the cop common operating picture system uh, we have a very enlightened uh, police chief and top management. Actually that I want to add that it's not just technology it's the way you deploy your force yeah and and Jim McDonald has done a fabulous and they job are using that. now big data in, in analyzing places that crime is likely to occur and, and, and getting one step ahead. It's quite exciting. Yeah, he, 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 is, he is an excellent police chief. And 99% certainty he will be our next sheriff. I certainly hope so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, well, hats off to the, the men and women of the police department. Uh, you know, I, I, and I, not only for the job they do out in the streets, but uh, I said on the show before, if it weren't for the leadership of the Police Officers Association 
and their forward-thinking leadership, yeah. I think pension reform would have wound up on the ballot. Yeah, and just to give you credit, uh, you're a Democrat, you were elected with Democratic and union support, and you had to go to these men and women and say, look, guys, this is not sustainable, and, and you were able to sell it because you have a fairly persuasive personality. Yeah, but it took, it took a receptive audience. It took a, a person like Steve James who understood that this it really was not sustainable, that it yeah. did need to be changed. He's an excellent leader of that organization. He's a very bright, bright person. Okay, we'll be back with this remarkable interview, the farewell interview, I might add, for Mayor Bob Foster. We'll be right back. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I've started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our Customer Service Center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information. Or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. Continuing with the farewell interview of Mayor Bob Forster. Uh, Mayor Forster, we wanted you to feel right at home here, so we put you on the front page of the current issue of the Straight Talk magazine. No higher acclaim have you ever received than having your photo on the front page of our magazine. Well, thank you. I'll have it bronzed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of your pet projects here is this Civic Center, the rebuild of the City Hall, uh, hopefully with the port headquarters as well and adjacent areas. And that probably won't be voted on until the incoming council comes in because it's a major financial commitment. But tell us why you feel so passionate about this project. Well, first of all, uh, the city hall is uh, in serious distress relative to earthquake safety. And in fact, I think it's uh, it's probably even more dangerous than the reports that we had some years ago. So it, it really does need to be replaced. And it, it's, it's the similar circumstance you had in Los Angeles 
where eventually somebody sued and said this is an unsafe work environment and that would be the worst way to replace the city hall so what what I envisioned a couple of years ago is if you can get a public-private partnership in which someone can come in, build a new civic center of a quality design, we would give up a, some of the land down by the, by the city hall for a private development as part of that deal, and we would spend no more than we're spending today on lease space and maintenance. So $12.6 million. Third, call it 13 million. $13 million. Third, So if somebody can come in and give us a new city hall in which it can house all the places that are now all over the city and lease places, centralize everything, with or without the port, but probably with the port. Well, there. it, it and, probably and, and, needs the port to make it financially no, viable. It could be either way, but two, two developers now have, uh, have are already in the finals now and both of them can meet that criteria. So uh, I ask for people that were real nervous, there's no debt here, there's no obligation on the part of the city. So if you can get a new civic center, a redeveloped library, the park reconfigured and made more a usable. common area where common people area, can use it at and, night and as well. And some private as development there, either residential or mixed use. Why would you not do that? To me, one man's opinion, it's a no-brainer. You it take is. that same 12.6 million, and have something which could trigger the invigoration, correct, reinvigoration of downtown. Yeah, and actually give you a building that's functional. The problem with the city hall, besides, in my judgment, being well, I pretty think unattractive, it's ugly. Yes, it is. But it's also very, it's, it's very dysfunctional. It takes an enormous amount of, uh, of capital to keep the maintenance up. There's always things going wrong. There's always the systems yeah. failing. So. And we have people all over the city in lease space. So if we can consolidate well, it's a 12 that. Well, $12.6 million, yeah. and you write the same check and have a new city center, right. uh, an events park where things can happen, concerts. I mean, yeah, that, it, that's, what, that's what the vision is. And I, I've seen some of the preliminary uh, layouts, and they're, they're very attractive. And, and the beauty of it is that you're getting the financing as part of the package. You don't have to worry about where are we going to get the money to pay for it. That's part of the package. All the city has to do is write that $13 million it's check a, it's a year. It's a 25 or 30 year stream of payments that we make with a small inflation factor, the same amount of what we're paying today. Yeah. And at the end of the 25 or we 30, get you get the back. building. Yeah. And you get a building. The maintenance of the building is written into the agreement. So if, if in fact the maintenance is not taken care of, they don't get paid. It's their problem. That's correct. Makes sense to me. It's the same way the, the uh, courthouse, uh, the Duke Yeah, the Duke Major Courthouse was a... Very and similar. by the way, these triple three P partnerships, public-private partnerships, may be new in America, but they are old hat in, uh, in Australia and in Europe and in Canada. These things are done all the time, and it's coming late to America because cities are, are bordering bankruptcy and they can't finance things. And... So we've been pushed into it, but this is well established in the it, rest of the world. It is. The one difference that the rest of the world does not have, we, you have, you have uh, tax-free financing or tax-free bonds. Uh, you don't have that in the rest of the world. So that's why buildings and other major capital projects have been built in the United States. You go out and raising bonds because it's, they're, there's no, they're tax-free income. Okay. In the next segment, we will ask Your Honor, in quotes, close quotes, about his successor, Robert Garcia, who he uh, supported and endorsed, uh, and what we might expect from Robert. We'll be right back after these messages.
How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. Who needs this modern world? I can live just fine out here without the road rage and boy bands. Of course, I might miss my Charter HD with football on ESPN and Walking Dead on AMC. ESPN and AMC. And, well, Shark Week on Discovery HD. But that's all. AMC, ESPN, Discovery, TBS, and Comedy Central HD. But that's it. Except for HBO HD. Charter now has over 100 HD channels and more brilliant HD shows on demand than ever. We're back with the mayor for his farewell interview. Uh, mayor Bob Foster, you endorsed uh, Robert Garcia. Uh, you supported him. You helped raise money for him. And he, in fact... did? <laughs> is our mayor-elect and uh, very likely would not have been uh, as successful without your support. Uh, tell us why you did that and uh, what you foresee as a, uh, a mayoralty under uh, Robert Garcia. Well, I've worked with Robert for four years, and, I, uh, and, and while he is uh, young, he also has, I think, really advanced and matured over those four years. He's been a great ally particularly on the fiscal discipline side. He understands the need to really make sure that the city is prepared for some of the financial issues that are coming, and we know they're coming. Uh, we have no control of them. Uh, and, but, you know, more than anything, uh, Robert's a good and decent person, and, and to me that's the first test. Uh, I have found him to be, you know, honest, a person of integrity, and someone who really cares about this city. I mean, he really does care about it. And to me, those were the, the tests that really, for, for me, made my support very easy. And I'm happy I did it. The city, uh, in the primary election, seemed to opt for youth. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was the deliberate. I think both those candidates demonstrated probably more skill uh, than the than the. And ironically, field. they both had very impressive personal success stories, personal biographies. They did. And uh, Robert, first-generation college, came over from Peru, uh, was elected AS president here at Long Beach State, and uh, uh, is perfectly poised to increase the increasing synergy between the city and the university, which is so important for both. Yeah, I think that's benefit both institutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about you, sir. 
since uh, you're, you'll be leaving us and we won't have a lot of chance to publicly dialogue. What are your personal plans uh, after July 15th? Well, for, uh, for the most part, I'm going to take more time for myself and my family. We're going on a family vacation with everybody, the whole family, shortly after I leave office. Um, going to go do things like taking my grandkids to Wrigley Field. Uh, but I will be engaged in, in other activities. I, I've joined uh, two corporate boards, and I, it's work I enjoy pretty much in my, uh, mostly uh, in the energy-related field. Uh, and I will take on work that I find enjoyable for people I like, uh, things that I find challenging. Uh, and you're going to stay in Long Beach. You we have are. no we, plans we, to... No, we're, we, may, we may downsize our house. We have a pretty large house for two people. But we plan to stay in Long Beach. Uh, we'll spend more time in, in the desert. We have a home there. But uh, our, our major residence will still be in Long Beach. And you'll still be you and, and Nancy, who's also done so much uh, within the community, continue to be engaged yes, in Long Beach. I, I'm going to join the uh, Long Beach Community Foundation Board. And I've just... Oh, my God. I was going to invest with them. And you're joining You may I, want to reconsider. Yeah, I, I really uh, And I, I, I've joined the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Jewish Federation Foundation Board. Uh, because I think they do some great work in this. And just city. for the record, you're part Jewish. I am, but not the part that's revealed right now. Okay. And uh, and I, you know, I think they do great work uh, in the community. And so, and I, and I will be involved in civic activities. And I, I want to make it clear, by the way. I mean, I, you know, Robert, who I really admire and care about. Uh, this is his administration. I've told him this directly. You will never hear from me. <laughs> I mean, if if you want help, pick up the phone. I'll be happy to help. Uh, quietly or, or otherwise, but this is his administration. He's and he's already gone his own so direction. Some people think that thing. you're going to be the quarterback and that, on the phone that, and that, all that, that stuff. Isn't, I, I don't know a time when that's ever really worked. I have no inclination, and Robert wouldn't tolerate it. So there's, that's never going to happen. Okay, well that's good to hear. Uh, political plans. Uh, you know, there was a talk of you running for a statewide office a while back, and uh, you, you declined to do that. Any chance of uh, a statewide or other run in the future? It's, pre it's very unlikely. I mean, I, I don't ever rule things out. Uh, you know, I, there are offices in this state that, you know, I would really love to pursue. Uh, but For example, I, what? Uh, well, I mean, I, I, you know, if I had an opportunity, I, I think I would love to at least consider running for governor. But governor. I'm a supporter. Governor of, Bob Foster. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, I'm a great. Would I'm you still great, come back I'm a great and, supporter and be our guest Brown. on Straight Talk? Yeah, sure, but I'm a, I'm a great supporter of Jerry. I think he's doing a great job. I'm an appointee of his on the California ISO. And at my age, I think it's very unlikely. So, you know, say it, never, but I think uh, just a short time I've had to do some more family activities. I'm pretty committed to just going out and doing something very different. But you never know about these things until you, you actually experience it. That's correct. And how many rounds of golf a week do you really want to play? And doesn't it get a little bit boring? And... Uh, people stop calling you, who you thought were your close friends, because you're not in office anymore, and only your real friends, and you can name a few of those, actually will continue to call you. That all sounds pretty good to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, look, the truth is, yeah, I'll play a little more golf, but it's not every day. Uh, I, I, I mean, I already have lined up work to do, so I, I mean, I have more work than I really want to do. And so. one thing I wanted to ask you about, because you are a real expert on the Roman Republic. You have studied democracy and uh, uh, you have a library that is very impressive with the books of that era. 
maybe you could come back and do a lecture on that or come back sometime and just talk about the Roman Republic on our show. Well, actually, I, I gave a, a course at the University by the Sea on I the relevance there. of the Roman Republic to contemporary America. And I'd be happy, I'd, I'd be happy to come in as a guest lecturer and teach in a course also. Yeah. I've, I think that's very uh, because nothing is forever. I mean, we 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 look at America and we say, oh, it's solid and we have these values and all, but each generation has to support and honor and it, fight for those values. History would tell you that every culture and every nation has its time. Yeah. Uh, let's be candid. That's ominous. And on that ominous note, we'll take a pause and we'll be back with the remaining words of wisdom from Mayor Bob Foster. Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. I think we're fortunate to have had, as mayor for eight years, a man of the quality and integrity of Bob Foster. And on behalf of the community, Bob, thank you for, for what you've done. Well, thank you, Art. It, it really has been a pleasure. Nancy and I have done this work together and done it as well as we know how to, uh, how to do it. And we're, we look back and we're grateful for the friendships we made. We're grateful for some of the accomplishments we've contributed to the city. We think the city has a great future. I think it's, it's now, I think, poised to really be uh, one of the great cities in the country. No, it's and funny. We're be Ever happy since to be I've here. been here 40 years ago, it's been poised. No, and but it's poised there. and poised and poised. But maybe this time we'll finally. Get over that hump. Well, actually, I think you have to look at the accomplishments. I mean, this city is, you look at it now, look at all the people that want to come here for conferences yeah. and conventions. It's, yes. It is a great place. People want to be here. And, and quite frankly, it's not Los Angeles, and we should thank God Happily for that. Happily. Yeah, we, we should revel in the fact that it's not Los Angeles. We're an urban so. peg playground by the waterfront, and uh, we're the aquatic capital of the country. And uh, a lot of good things. And, and we create diversity and manage diversity, Not, unlike we, almost any city I in America. I think we are an example of how diverse yeah. cultures yeah. and ethnicities can live together for a common purpose. And I've said that. I mean it. And this is also a place that's very attractive for creative people. Yeah. So we, we should be very confident about the future. 
And on that positive note, we thank you for again joining us and wish you well in your retirement. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Okay. And thank you for joining us. Uh, see you in the fall. Thanks for being our guest. Good night. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com. Thank you.